2: xzbn.net.
3: Welcome to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. And I have a couple guests for you today. And I, I really, really great topic and I'm going to introduce to you one of our two guests which is Ms. Karen Foley and Karen Foley's from my old neck of the woods uh, back there in Columbus, Ohio. She lives, well I'm not gonna tell you where she lives because she might get really mad. So uh, welcome to The Secret to Everything
1: Karen. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here today.
3: So I understand that you You had a son, I think it was one, that had some pretty severe allergies. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Um, I was fortunate that I never had a medical emergency. He uh, had to use an inhaler, um, you know, had to have that at school. So I was never concerned that if he accidentally ate something that it would be like, you know, it could be a a deadly experience. But um, I did have to avoid wheat and dairy products. Um, you know, all through school. So it was a challenge back in that, back in those days.
3: And we'll definitely get more into that as we get into the conversation, introduce our, I don't want to say our real guest, because that's not very nice. So our other guests <laughs> that we have on, uh, which we'll tell you a little bit about if I if I ever stop talking in this intro. But, Karen, you're more than just a um, I'm gonna call you an allergy mom. You are also someone who has been very involved with the brand, the secret to everything, in the past couple of years. And we have really valued your contribution to the different classes and the groups, and even a live event that you attended. And it's very rare uh, that I that I get one of you guys on live radio, <laughs> for obvious reasons and i just wondered you know a lot of people are like what is the secret to everything like oh you do other things what has been your experience in interacting with both kind of the brand the people the classes and me uh do you have anything
1: you'd like to share oh absolutely um the first thing that happened to me was when i was in your live juicy living class and um at the conclusion of it i was totally changed for the much much better it gave me courage to speak my truth and, and honestly, freedom to really accept who I am and love all of myself. And the group um, is so supportive and loving. Um, they've become my family, my close friends. Um, so And you are super supportive and amazing and, and just give us so much. Um, we really appreciate and love you dearly.
3: You're so sweet, and your paycheck will be there in two weeks. No, I'm kidding, you guys. That was that was just Karen. Karen's always very, very sweet in um, sharing. But I do want to say um, my view of healing, my view of coaching, my view of teaching uh, is very much, you know, you guys, I always say, you know, I teach what I need to learn, obviously, and you guys always bring so much. So thank you. As I said, you've been a great asset uh, everyone loves you in the classes, so I'm so glad you discovered us. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about, um, Karen already knows a little bit about our guest that when we get back from break, we'll be introducing or, or talking to officially, which is Tracy Bush. Uh, her nickname is Nutramom, and I think she's actually kind of close to my current neck of the woods. Sometimes I like to pretend I'm like a pseudo redneck. Don't be offended. I love rednecks. I was engaged to a redneck. Although I'm no longer engaged, so maybe I didn't love them too much. But anyway, Tracy, I'm going to have to ask Tracy where she's from. I'm not sure if she's from Winston or Charlotte or Raleigh, but I know she's around here and somewhere in North Carolina, I believe. I, I could be wrong. But there's so much to tell you about Tracy. I kind of like people to tell you in their own words. But overall, Tracy's the founder and president of NutriMom. And it's this is a consulting business that specializes in food allergies. And I believe she also has a son, but we'll have to ask her, Karen, who you know, kind of led her into this work, which I always think it's so cool that when kind of negative things lead us into super positive things where we can help other people and save them a lot of money and time and trouble from what we went through tracy's also uh, an author she's a very i was just looking at her blog right before we came on and i didn't know she's like a in like the top 100 blogs like she is something this girl so i can't wait to talk to her she's a mom of course that's amazing um she's a website she's in the media she and her website is this is clever to allergy foods But it's spelled um, A-L-L-E-R-G-Y-P-H-O-O-D-S dot com. So if you guys want to check that out during the break, feel free. I'm not one of those. I'm always telling you guys to go off. I'm not one of those that are like, don't do anything. Just listen. So feel free to check that during the break. But make sure you come back because we've got lots of juicy, juicy things. I'm stealing that word from Karen because she said it to talk about and Um, Lots of things to bring to the discussion, I think, that I've discovered testing thousands and thousands of clients, including baby babies, little babies, couple-day-old babies, on allergies. So I've got, I think, some important things to contribute as well, and Karen has her own observations. So we will be talking about lots and lots of things. Don't forget to check out one of our many sponsors, secrettoeverything.com, and you don't have to do that now because you'll get lost in that. So, I am Dr. Kimberly. Karen Foley is with me. We'll be back with Tracy Bush, the Nutra Mom. Last girl she came by that title, right here on The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge and Karen Foley.
4: this product is a real winner to learn more about one two three ready tv visit our website at www.xzbn.net
2: this is the exxon broadcast network broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including cnn broadcast network Sirius satellite network star media good news radio network
3: We're listening to The Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and I am here with my dear friend, Karen Foley, and you'll see why she's here in a little minute, but uh, I'd like to introduce our guest, Tracy Bush. Officially, she's also called the Nutri-Mom. Her website is allergyfoods.com, and you got to rewind to hear the spelling. because I'm not going to spill it again, and I'm sure Tracy will be sharing many ways to get a hold of her before this is all done, so welcome to The Secret to Everything, Tracy. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, first of all, the burning question, my burning question, where are you located in North Carolina? (laughs) I am just outside of Winston-Salem. Oh, gosh, we're really, really close. I live in Pofftown, so I'm also just... Actually, Don't tell me you live in Pop Town because I'll do start live in screaming. Okay, yep. I'm not going to scream because it's really bad and, and Rob will yell. But if <laughs> I could, you guys, I would be freaking out right now. I had no, are you really serious?
5: That is I'm too dead, I'm dead serious, and we've probably passed each other in some food store somewhere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, Tracy, well, well, we'll be talking definitely more. Yeah. <laughs> that, that must be meant to be. That's bizarre. Because <laughs> I, I mean, of course, you guys, you guys know there's lots of satellite places all over, you know, around Winston. So that's very interesting. Okay, anyway, back to the topic at CAN because this hour will definitely go Fast. So, I just want to share really quick before I dive in with both of you. Um, I had a brother with severe allergies and he went through all the allergy panel things and he couldn't eat stuff. And I also, um, I never got tested when I was young, but I had like a severe, severe reaction to peanut butter. So, probably I had other undiagnosed now, you know, allergies. And, and now I have allergies as an adult, of course. And my nephew, like your son, Karen, I don't know your whole story, but we're going to get in a minute, Tracy. Um, my nephew actually has severe, severe deadly allergies. Actually, my brother's, almost every kid has allergies, but I have one nephew with really bad allergies. So definitely an important topic. I think it's also an important topic because after running thousands and thousands, and I know Tracy, I don't know if you know what I do or not, but... You know, I run, you know, energy sensitivity scans, we call them uh, really allergy scans (laughs) because the body tells us what it doesn't like. But, after you know, just thousands and thousands over the years from babies to 90 year olds, like everybody's allergic to something. And we're talking food allergies specifically today, but everybody and you're like, oh, no, I'm not allergic. Yes, you guys are. I mean if you, you don't I don't really want to say you know to come to me for something negative but believe me you guys all have allergies it's just what allergies do you have and we'll get into that so Tracy yeah how did you become the nature mom and start this like amazing blog in this huge business well um, actually I do have a son that has multiple food allergies and uh, before moving down
5: to North Carolina I worked for a wonderful doctor in New Jersey And upon his diagnosis, we came back from the allergy specialist and I literally just cried when I went to the food store. Um, You know, they they didn't give any support and they kind of just gave us a prescription for an EpiPen and said, we'll see you next year. And I had no clue what to do from there. And, you know, I I needed to nourish him and I needed to feed him, but there was nobody that could help me with the in-between. And granted it was 15 years ago, so a lot has changed between now and then, thank goodness. But you know the the products were limited, knowledge was was limited back then, and thank goodness I was working for this doctor who who took a nutritional approach to a lot of her patients' issues. So she kind of molded me into this. Um, I don't want to say nutritional fanatic, but she made me start thinking outside of the box on how to use our foods and how to replace things,
3: and that's where it all started. Yeah, I love that. I love that you kind of it just evolved out of that kind of awful, you know, crisis type of energy into this amazing thing. And Karen, would you agree with Tracy that when you found out, did you feel like you had a lot of assistance or a
1: lot of information and support? Oh, I, I am right with Tracy. I was totally flabbergasted, lost, and, and it was was like, what do I do? Where do I go? And fortunately, you know, I found an iridologist so I turned immediately to alternative medicine to help me and um and and they really gave me a lot of guidance and I found a whole foods like you know an an alternative uh, food store that was actually Chinese medicine um and so I went that route
3: I love that too and I love I just saw this actually I didn't zoom in on this before Tracy I just saw that you've done a lot of work with um autism, ADHD, you know, and other chronic, you know, childhood disorders. So it's so interesting and I'm going to play, I'm going to be devil's advocate for a minute, but and play kind of dumb. So is the, why are you, why are you, you know, playing in that arena? Does that have anything to do with allergies? Well,
5: absolutely. Because like you said, anyone can, can have an allergy and you know, there's allergies and there's intolerances. And especially with children or even adults on the spectrum, a lot has to do with behavior and diet. And a lot of people don't want to do medication. Um, You know, and I have nothing against medication, but if someone is looking for an alternative and they're hypersensitive to medications, then, you know, why not use something that'll make them healthier and be able to help them with some of their issues?
3: You know, and I love what you're advocating Really, I'm heading more and more that way, even outside of like nutritional supplementation, because we do a lot with that and herbs and things. I mean, herbs are food, so that's okay. But I love that you kind of get into the whole food arena, meaning you're correcting this at the food level. You're correcting it at the level that it kind of appears. And I kind of love that food is medicine because you really are saying, you know, look, you can have all this stuff and you can replace this with this. And and you can and you do talk a lot about organics, which I also love in your mm-hmm. um book. And can you tell us what since we, before we dive into the book and other things, why don't you tell us what book I'm talking about, Tracy?
5: Sure, sure. Well I put together um an any ebook. It's called The Stepping Stones to Food Allergies. You can find it on my website and on Amazon. And it really is a compilation of everything that I felt that we needed when we didn't have that post-diagnosis um, time, that, you know, the confusing time, the overwhelming time. I wanted to be able to collect everything that I would have wanted. So if somebody came to me and said, I have no idea where to start, I could literally just say, here you go. And it would be a great start to you know, whatever they need.
3: I think that's so helpful to have a map or a guidebook, you know, kind of an all-in-one, and it is very comprehensive. And I love that you do recipes. And it's so funny because I was I was reading through this. I have a daughter who's a vegan by choice, and I actually saw a lot of things that would be helpful information. So I'm actually going to let her read over your book because I thought well, she'd yeah. get some more more ideas. Because that's a that's a challenging in a different way, you know, a similar way. That's a challenging lifestyle choice um, that she's made. So she's always like, ah, you know, what do I eat? So definitely going to direct her to your stuff. So anybody that's out there that kind of plays in the whole, even just want to be healthy, wouldn't you agree, Tracy? Like you could really follow you know, that, that blueprint, even if you're just like, you know what, I'm sick of all these processed foods and I'm sick of, you know, not feeling good. Like even, you don't even have to necessarily, like you said, there's food intolerances. I say sensitivities, similar thing, you know, energy. Don't you think that your book could be a guidebook just for someone who's really trying to get out some of the junk and replace with healthy choices?
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, like I tell people that come to me for consultations, You know, they're so they're so used to growing up and having a certain thought pattern of, okay, if we're going to make a cake, we have to use wheat flour and we have to use this and that. And they look at me and they say, how am I going to do this? And I simply say it's, you know, it's relearning your kitchen. You go to the store and you buy the same ingredients. It's just a different product. So you have to kind of retrain your brain and open up your mind and realize it's not just wheat flour that's out there there's nut flowers if you can you know if you can handle them there's gluten-free flowers there's a ton of different things you just have to learn what's out there and how to use them
3: and i love that and you kind of referred to this when you were talking i love that now and it's kind of unfortunate either we're more aware like like i said that we're all very sensitive to some foods or and or allergic but it, it's created this whole market that's really expanded our choices don't you think and even our price brackets of those choices so we have i mean compared to 20 years ago like you said or 15 or you know gosh we have like tremendous options for from ready-made kind of things to like you said replacement foods that are available even in our regular grocery store oh yeah absolutely i mean i i remember- um,
5: having two stores that carried maybe a handful of things when my son was diagnosed and, you know, our whole foods back in New Jersey was a 45 minute ride away. And now, you know, thank goodness I can go to almost any grocery store and walk in and get most of what I need right off the shelf, which is wonderful because you don't want to have to drive to 15 different stores at one time.
3: So. Absolutely. Have you found, cause you do consult, one-on-one or consult with families. What would you say are your top, let's say three, I'm going to ask you, your top three overall and or childhood, either one, allergies that you find with food? Um, I've seen a
5: lot of gluten issues, a lot of dairy issues, and actually candida, which is not a food allergy per se, but it does have to do with digestion and how you absorb your foods. So that's kind of been
3: hanging out a lot lately. I love that you say that, and that opens up a huge window because I Wait for it, you guys. <laughs> my faithful <laughs> listeners are going to know what I'm going to say. So, and I'm kind of woo woo, Tracy, but I think you're a little woo woo yourself. I'm not sure, but <laughs> so you might you might be able to hang with us. <laughs> but um, usually, I do like a collective conscious scan because I have technology and I use that in my practice. And I thought it would be fun to run, and Karen's used to this, too, because I'm I'm merciless with the groups that I teach, right, Karen? I do this all the time. But I ran a collective consciousness for the audience of everyone who ever listened to this radio show, recorded or live or however you guys listen to it. And interestingly enough, guess what, Tracy? You know your stuff because the top thing that came up is kind of an intolerance, not necessarily an allergy, like you said, but kind of a a pretty severe intolerance for milk, particularly some of the ingredients in milk. So that's correlating with exactly what you said one of the top things is. And um, GMO gluten Mm -hmm. came up, which, you know, I'm sure you guys are aware of the audience. I know you are, Tracy. I know Karen is. You know, there's the whole thing. Are we really allergic to wheat? Or are we allergic to the composition of the hybrid seed or are we allergic to the toxic poisons that we're putting on the wheat? What's your opinion about that whole thing? Well,
5: definitely I think it's a combination. Um, you know everybody asks why there were no food allergies 25, 30 years ago and if you if you look at your foods and you look back at the history of what we have done to them, how they're processed now, I mean, to me, it's a no-brainer, and I'm not not—I'm not saying that it's the end-all be-all, but it's definitely a huge piece. I mean, it's so obvious. Um, you know, the foods that we ship over across seas are, are non gmo and their food allergies over there are a lot less, so even that is another piece of the puzzle. I mean, its it's not everything, but, you know, when you are not able to digest something properly, you have to really look at what the food is, you know, how it's processed, what it's made of, and absolutely, I mean, if you were, you know, I don't know why anyone would purposely feed their, their child or themselves any kind of pesticide or chemical on purpose.
3: Mm. That's like, a, you guys need to like, okay, if you were doing something else, rewind that. Because that was a great statement. I totally agree. I know Karen totally agrees too. And Karen, I'm going to bring you on after this break, because we're kind of heading into the break. So I'm going to ask you some questions after the break about your opinion of what Tracy's saying as well. But I totally love that. And my reaction to wheat gluten is so extreme when I love bread and butter, of course, probably because I'm allergic to it. But um, when I eat a piece of GMO bread, with or without butter, you guys can forget the butter part, um, I blow like crazy, Tracy and Karen, like I look like I'm no kidding, like seven months pregnant immediately within seconds. I'm sure Tracy's not shocked by that. Mm -hmm. And but when I eat an organic piece of bread with or without butter, I don't have much bloat. Now, I'm not saying there isn't some discomfort, but I just don't have that reaction. Yep, I've heard that a lot. It's it's not uncommon.
5: People that are non-celiac with a gluten intolerance, I've heard that a ton of times.
3: Yeah. So this is important stuff, guys. This is a big show. This hits us where, I mean, we all have to eat, right? We all got to eat. So let's kind of use this to kind of shift some of our perspectives on that. I am here with Tracy Bush, Nutri Mom and a neighbor, and my good friend, Karen Foley, who lives where I used to live. So we're all friends here. We'll see you on the other side here at Secret Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Welcome back. You are listening to one of the most enlightening shows on the X zone, secret to everything. I'm just going to say anywhere. We have the beautiful and amazing Tracy Bush, also called the Nutri Mom. And she has a website, Allergy Foods, has a little weird spelling, So wait for it. We'll spill it again in a little bit.com. And it may come up if you just put in like, I bet, I suspect if you put in Tracy Bush, allergy or a Tracy Bush your mom in your search engine. I'm sure a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's just a little suspicion will pop up. We're also here with Karen Foley. She's a mother of a son, grown son now, uh, who had allergies when he was younger. So I'm going to start with you, Karen. Um, what do you think about what Tracy's saying? Is that your observation about your own eating patterns or your families
1: or your sons? What do you think about the milk and the GMO wheat? Oh, I can't agree with both of you more. And um, let me tell you, I volunteer babysit often for young mothers and they're concerned because there are so many that their firstborn child has all of these allergies and they're saying, what are we doing? What wrong? What can we do to make this better? We want to have healthy children. And they're all agreeing that they need to eat organic food themselves, not only feed their children, but for themselves, their families, the, you know, their husbands in order to have a healthy child and avoid this to begin with. So yeah, I'm totally seeing that 100%. So
3: Tracy, I I come into you with my child who was just diagnosed with, let's say, the most severe food allergies, and I'm just beside myself, and I, and I get your lovely amazing book but is it an easy transition um is it an easy transition to go from i mean i you know my parents i grew up with it you know deserted every meal and pies and cakes and meat and potatoes and i mean just the really homemade rolls i mean my grandmother was a german caterer i mean i grew up with like tons of this stuff is it an easy switch to get them to substitute to get them to eat more you know vegetables or grow their own food or whatever you recommend what What's your observation about that process?
5: Well, it really depends on how dedicated someone is. obviously, uh, nine times out of ten, if it's a mother who has an allergic child, obviously, their first concern is going to be, what can I do to keep my child safe and fed?" So you know that's a little bit easier than, say, an adult that comes to me and says, "Well, I don't cook and I don't like vegetables and we eat out a lot." And I understand that, and you know it's it's really just about how you want to change your life and I try to, to counsel them in a way that, you know, kind of looks at, you. rather than saying you can't have these foods, I say, look at all the foods you can have. And, you know, it, it, it's just about, again, retraining your brain, because it's, it's not that we're so limited, it's just we have to use different foods other than what we're used to. And especially when it's dealing with, you know, life or death with food allergies, that's, you, know, you have to make the transition, you have to do it to stay safe. And, you know, your family has to be on board. The more people that are on together, it's it's a little easier because then you're not making, you know, three or four different meals like I did in the very beginning. But, you know, it's it's it can be overwhelming and you do have days where you're going to cry and you're going to have, you know, a breakdown because you've been cooking for nine hours straight or whatever. But then, you know, your lifestyle changes and your foods change and you find different ways to, to make your recipes easy and simple and you know, it gets better. It's just it's a, it's a transition like anything
3: else. So so what we we would do when we hit that crisis point is we'd call you and we'd be like, Tracy, help me. I need to see you right away. Right. That's what we do. We Make an appointment with you. Now, you brought up a great point, Tracy. You brought up restaurants. I I've cut back a little bit. Uh, just where I'm at in my life and my kids are getting older, you know, I've done the whole cooking thing. I'm kind of over it. And I go out to eat a lot. Now I try to go to locally sourced, you know, in Winston we have a decent selection of locally sourced organic type of restaurants. So, you know, I can do pretty good, but if I'm allergic, have you found any type of, and I hate to say chains, cause I really don't support chains anyway, but I guess, um, you know, I'm not talking like fast food necessarily, but have you found any type of restaurants or any type of cuisine that lends itself to, you know, kind of staying away from the stuff that most people are allergic to. Well,
5: I mean, I, we don't eat out a lot. Honestly, we, we stay home a lot. We cook a lot just because with my son's allergies, I feel that it's just safer that way. Um, you know, the only place that we actually eat out for him, and I guess it would be considered fast food is Chipotle. Um, they're really great about allergens, but that doesn't mean that it's safe for everyone. Obviously. Um, you know i've heard some people mention red robin i've heard some people mention some other chains that they can eat at safely but you really have to look into the ingredients very carefully to make sure that you stay safe
3: And, you know, it's so funny, and I'll get Karen's perspective on this in a second, but it's so funny you say that, because even though my daughter's a vegan, which, again, I know is a different thing, um, you guys always write me, you're so helpful, you're like, Dr. Kimberly, don't you know vegan is different? Yes, I know, I know, but there's some same principles. I've learned a lot from my daughter, because we'll go to a restaurant, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, you can have this, and she's like, no, I'm vegan, not vegetarian, because it'll have butter in it, or it'll have animal fat, or it'll have milk, and it's a very similar, like you said, I think you really captured it well, Tracy when you said you have to reprogram just mm-hmm. almost everything you almost have to like reset and start from the beginning and, and look at your list and look at your substitutions and i think i mean i'm sure you're really really good at it now and it's very natural to you what are your thoughts on the restaurant issue karen uh, can you think of anything i think chipotle is a great suggestion actually because they are very organic and very clean usually with how they source their ingredients do you have any thoughts on that karen
1: Um, I'm with Tracy where, um, I did a lot of home cooking. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a job, so I was a stay at home mom when my kids grew up. So, um, I, even to this day, I avoid most restaurants. I only go to very few, so I'm not a good resource on that. Um, but when we would go out, it was always a challenge to find something on the menu for him to eat.
3: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and, and so I remember uh, my daughter Brianna was babysitting a, a little boy with severe peanut allergies and he had to have the EpiPen and the whole thing and you know the mother was really strict and of course Brianna's mother which is me, uh, said let's take you know the kids to the mall thinking I'm doing this like great thing and we take them to the mall and most of you guys in the south at least know what Chick-fil-A is so we take them to Chick-fil-A, Tracy can see this coming a mile away I know <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just feel it and so we take them to Chick-fil-A and And we go home, nothing happened, no EpiPen incidents, everything happy, I'm feeling so great, what a nice thing, gave up my day to take, you know, my daughter and her babysitting kids out. And then Brianna was fired. And everybody's like, why? Because I'm so dumb, you guys. Of course, you you know, Tracy, Uh, Chick-fil-A cooks their little chicken in peanut oil. And it was by the grace of God that, you know, the little boy didn't have to go to the hospital or I didn't have to use the EpiPen yeah so you know it is trickier isn't it tracy it's a little trickier than you might think
5: it definitely and, and funny about chick-fil-a is um some people some people not all people um, have with a peanut allergy are okay eating foods that are cooked in the oil that doesn't mean it's safe for everyone but some people with peanut allergies can have it because it's been cooked um, obviously again you have to you know do what's safest for your allergy but that's probably why you were, you know, you were safe for that day. So.
3: Ooh, ooh. so she was kind of, even though like the principal, like she kind of fired her on principle because we weren't being obviously careful and I didn't know that information that you said. So anyway, yeah, she, she'll never let me forget that. But anyway, so <laughs> let's talk a little bit about, you mentioned the gut and gut health and I'm sure you know a lot about that. Do you mm-hmm. recommend at all that the people that you consult with take uh, enzymes or take healthy bacteria or kind of support or heal their gut health? And if you do, do you see improvement if they follow some of those recommendations? Well, I do not, I do not
5: include any types of supplements or medications or anything in my consultations. What happens is a lot of people that come to me are already um, diagnosed. They have their food allergy panel and they get those types of things from their doctor. So that's why I always refer them back to their doctor. If they ask me, they're, you know, they're more than welcome to ask me anything. And I do promote it on my pages because I do use them myself. But again, it's a sensitive thing and I feel more comfortable having them speak to their doctor about it.
3: Right. So you're more from the, like I said, and I like that about you. I like that basically you stick with the food angle, right? Is that correct? Mostly. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And, um, okay. So tell us some of the most popular recipes because you guys really should check this out because even if you're just wanting to eat healthy and Karen and I were talking about how there's some really great recipes what are some of your favorite or the most popular recipes in your book oh goodness see that's hard
5: because my recipes have become so much better since I wrote my ebook oh <laughs> I mean they were they were okay don't get me wrong for, for basic starter recipes it's great but I look at the pictures that I did then and now um, it's it's kind of comical to me. So anyone who's getting my ebook, please don't look at all the pictures.
3: <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> uh, so what well, what do people like what's your feedback? I know people write you. I know they give you feedback, your clients. Mm-hmm. What what do they say they like that you've introduced them to? Uh, well, there's one that is
5: in the book that I recommend a lot to people that are looking for kind of a hearty breakfast um, allergy friendly recipe that they can make a lot of and that's easy. And I just call it breakfast rice. It's really just kind of like fried rice with you know, sauteed vegetables and some other things and some kind of meat. I'm, I'm pro-protein all the time. So that's a big one. Um, there's another one. I don't know if it's in my book or not. I don't think it is. But I make a chocolate avocado pie that's egg-free, dairy-free, mm. nut-free. And it's really, really good. <laughs>
3: Wait, could my daughter have that? Maybe I have to think. I always have to triple think <laughs> so i'll have to I'll have to get a hold of you and get that recipe and see if my if my vegan daughter can have that. I love that. You also refer a, a couple times in your book to this being your purpose. What do you mean by that? How has this become like a driving purpose in your life? Well, um
5: the day I realized that it was my purpose is when I woke up one day and i I was tired, I was dead tired, but I also realized that no matter how I feel every single day, if I'm sick, if I'm tired, if I'm overwhelmed, there's not one day I don't wake up and I don't want to do something to help everyone each day. So that's when I knew this is what I was supposed to do.
3: Yeah, I could tell one thing I love about talking to people like yourself, like experts in like a niche or, you know, a specific area is you're so passionate about it. Like, it's just, you know, everything is kind of driven by that. Everything interlocks so nicely. Are you working on any uh, new projects or developing anything new right now?
5: Well, I've been contemplating doing a second edition for my ebook. Um, like I said, my recipes and my food photos have come up really, really a lot better. Um, I recently started on Pinterest. Um, I have a YouTube channel where I have all my tutorials. And I really love to showcase how when I get products for product review, I like to the product and see what else i can do with it other than what it says on the box i want to really show people how they can reuse their foods um i did um i have a recipe for frozen blueberry pie and it's like four ingredients and it's no bake it's really good
3: wow yeah <laughs> uh, wow that's all i can say no bake. did you say no bake <laughs> <That's> no bake <laughs> That's crazy. Amazing. Like you're making me curious. I think that's what I like. I think you kind of make this or you try to make it and I think it's deliberate. It seems like you try to make it kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Absolutely. And I, I have fun in my kitchen and everybody should have fun in their
5: kitchen and everybody should enjoy their foods and, you know, food allergies should not stop you from doing that. It's just, again, you know, a way to figure out how to use what you have.
3: Oh, that's so well said. I absolutely love that. And we are talking to Tracy Bush, the Nutra Mom, and her website is allergyfoods.com. Wait, you don't know how to spell it. It is P H O O D S, P as in Paul, H as in Harry, O O D S dot com. And we'll be back with Ms. Tracy Bush, the Nutra Mom, and with our friend Karen Foley, and with me, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, on The Secret to Everything right after this commercial break. You are listening to The Secret to Everything. I am Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and we are talking food. We are talking nutrition. We are talking food sensitivities, allergies, and all that good stuff. And if you think it's not interesting, you need to rewind the show because it is super, as Tracy says, fun and very interesting Karen, what would you like to ask for all those moms that you hang out with? And you know what? I am like, what is wrong with you? Did you say you volunteer to watch moms' young children? Karen, we need to talk after the show. No, that's super sweet. I wish I had. If I had Karen, my life would have been totally different as a young mom. And um, she, my kids would actually probably call her mom because Karen is actually an amazing cook in her own right. But Karen, what would you like to ask on behalf of the moms that you know that? You know may not be able to call in or or
1: ask their question right now well i would just um ask tracy you know um hold my hand Uh, i need somewhere to for people to listen to you know my concerns um you know lead the way uh, I really love, Tracy, what you're doing um, because it's empowering the moms. It's making them, um, you know, feel like they can handle anything and they have some place to go to. Um, like you, I didn't. I felt like I really had to search and I had to come up with my own recipes. Like what you've done only it uh, sounds to me like you have really done some awesome things because mine were a little more complicated, but... Um, you know, I made it fun for my kids to where we ate the same thing, you know, it, it was delicious food. So we ate like with my younger son, so he didn't feel deprived. So what are things that you would recommend to a young mom so that she could feed everyone in her family the same meal and not have her child feel deprived because he has to eat something different?
5: Well, I appreciate what you said, and I have a lot of people, believe it or not, when I consult that actually do cry because they've been there and I'm there with them. And, you know, I I love knowing that I'm helping people and, you know, I I try to calm them and tell them that it's going to be okay. And I do a lot of extra follow up with them because that's that's what they need. That's why I'm here. But um, I always tell people, number one, you want to get your kids involved in the cooking process and the food process as much as possible I do admit with my own son, I had a really hard time sharing the kitchen. I still do. So he didn't learn to cook a ton of stuff. We're working on that right now. So. <laughs> but um, you know, my daughter, I started earlier. And if you get them involved in, you know, what to buy at the grocery store and reading labels and you know, what do they want to try? And you know, I want to try this. Well, we can't have it this way, but we can use this ingredient instead of that. So then they start to understand you know, okay, I can't have this food, but I might be able to make it in a way that I can have it, and it's safe for me. Um, second thing is I always tell people once you get a good recipe that you like, then double it or triple it so that you can freeze it and put it in the freezer for later. You can, you know, take it out and thaw it, especially if you're going to be, you know, in the, in the process of doing, you know, school activities or work, anything, anything that keeps you busy, anything that's easy to just take out of the fridge and defrost just like any other
3: meal is good. You just made another, you know, I think brilliant point. Both of you, Um, I was just in a local bakery and of course I, cheat sometimes i was getting something chocolate as you guys can imagine and uh, my vegan daughter isabel was standing there and she i said is there anything here you can have because whatever i suggest she's always like that is eggs that is milk that is butter and i'm like okay so she yells at me so i'm just like is there anything here you would like that you can have and she said no but and this is what you just said what i heard you just say tracy she said but guess what mom i can make almost all this stuff vegan and it's kind of what you're saying. I can make almost anything, almost anything similar, non-aller, you know, non-sensitive, you know, to the aller, to the food sensitivities or non allergic. And I think that is kind of like a big sigh of relief. And it, you know what I found amazing? I've been on really restrictive diets. I've been, in, if any of you out there have ever been on the GAPS diet, look it up. You talk about restriction. Sugar, come on. If you can do the GAPS diet, this is like luxury compared to like a GAPS diet. So, <laughs> it, you know, and all that to say is it's interesting how your tastes change. At one time, you know, years ago, I was working on the Candida Angle. And, of course, you know, they got you on know, a really low sugar. And um, I totally lost my craving for chocolate and candy. Like lost it, you guys. It was gone. And it was gone for about a year until... I'm like, I'm just going to have a little bite and then it like turned the switch. Do you find that there's like this weird brain chemistry thing or or I don't know that happens when you cheat? And of course, with an allergy, you would pay for it. You could pay for it with your life, depending how severe your allergies were. You could break out in hives. You could get headaches. I mean, there's a number of things you could, like me, become pregnant immediately, but you know, there's, you know, you have that immediate consequence, but with things like, I think when you, you know, deprived yourself of things, I think you turn that switch back on, it just goes like full flame, like from zero to 60. Do you see any of that in your work, Tracy? Absolutely. I, you know, and I went through that myself a couple of years ago when I had to
5: transition my diet. And that's a big part of what I tell people because they're feeling, you know, they're like, Oh, I'm going to miss having pizza. I'm going to miss having this. And, you know, this is my nighttime snack. What am I going to eat? And I try to tell them that they have to be patient. It's not going to be, you know, a quick fix. And I I explained to them exactly what you said. When you change your foods, your cravings start to change. And I did the same thing. I was a big, um, oh, I love chips and cheese. I still love chips and cheese, but not as much. (laughs) (laughs) But that was my go-to snack. And, you know, eventually I started craving something else. And especially with people that crave, like, cheesy things or dairy products, I try to explain to my clients, a lot of times your body is actually craving protein, not cheese, not dairy. So if you replace it with a different protein, you start to crave the better item and also you're, you're getting away from um, your initial you know food that you, you're not supposed to have, um, less sugar. Um, plus you're getting extra protein, protein, which is good, and you're, you're feeling more satisfied and nourished.
3: Oh, my gosh, you sound like my daughter. My daughter's like, Mom, you don't really want those Cheetos. You want protein. I'm like, no, I don't. (laughs) You know, when you're eating those Cheetos, you're like, no, really, I don't. But I know what you're saying. That is, you know, again, that is like, I wish I could like write that and put that on my wall. I probably should. And maybe you guys should, too, uh, because I think it's really helpful. When you change your foods, your cravings start to change. And when I was going through that uh, Candida diet, I used to love that Ezekiel bread. You guys know what that is, that living sprouted, you know, bread yeah. that's really yeah. hard as a rock. But anyway, um, and, but I would toast it. That was became my bedtime snack. I would get the raisin, which you weren't supposed to. I cheated a little bit, but the raisin cinnamon and I would put almond um, you know almond butter instead of peanut butter on it and you know you could have butter on that diet so I put a little bit of butter and it was really good and I started craving that like I would look forward to that you know as if it were whatever you know pizza or um, anything a chocolate cake or whatever so it is really really true. I have personally experienced it. I'm sure some of you have, but you have to believe us. It is absolutely, I think that's brilliant, Tracy, because it's super true. So before we run out of time, tell us all the lovely ways that we can connect with you. I can stalk you, but not everybody can. So how can other people connect with you?
5: <laughs> well, obviously all of my contacts are at my web excuse me, at my website at allergyfoods.com and again allergyphoods.com, but I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Google Plus, Instagram, and probably one other place that I'm forgetting right now, but <laughs>
3: everything is on my website. <laughs> so I'm right. We can kind of just Google you and, and it'll all come up different things. And we can kind of track you down that way too. If we're I, I'm lazy, so I like lazy way. So we can also, you guys can also do that because I already did that <laughs> and, and it works really, really well. So the name of your book again, or books, Tracy. Um, just one book for now, and it's The Stepping Stones to Food Allergies. Oh, my dear. You know I'm a psychic. Many, many books. You've got <laughs> a lot ahead. I don't. I just see a lot. So we'll have to talk sometime. But thank you so much. We're going to have to get together. Actually, some things started coming in for you. I'm going to connect you with some people if you're interested in expanding your practice. I've got some ideas, and I know some people that might be interested in working with you. So we will talk later. But thank you so much for being on A Secret to Everything Thank you so much for having me. And I'm always, I'm always asking
5: people to contact me for anything. If I can't help them, I'll certainly send them to someone who can, but
3: yes, always contact me. Always ask. Absolutely fabulous. Have an amazing day and thank you so much. Thank you. So Miss Karen, what are your, what are your wrap up thoughts? I'll let, I'll let you kind of wrap up the show a little bit with, um, anything you would like to add. Um,
2: are we oh, forgetting I-
3: something? I mean, did we forget something? I'm sure there. I mean, we could probably talk about this a couple of shows, but can you think of anything that you really want to
1: emphasize? Oh, I think that Tracy is doing doing just an excellent job. Um, you know, I hope that that more moms find her and seek her out because um, she's an, an awesome resource for you know not only um, you know support but her recipes, her book. I looked through it, and I wish I had that back when I was cooking for my son. Um, it's really good, and she's got other tips in there, um, you know, form letter to send to the school. Oh wow! Um, it's, yeah, it's more common now, but you know, back when I sent my son to school, nobody else had allergies. He was the only one in the in the school that had allergies, so they didn't know how to handle it. So she's got all kinds of great tips besides cooking um, in her book. So I really highly recommend that book.
3: Yeah, I love that. She's a great resource. And I think she, I forgot to ask her, and I didn't look at her website, but I'm sure she can uh, consult with you. Um, I would imagine anywhere where you live. So definitely check her out. Allergy Foods, spelled with a P-H dot, calm and karen you know how amazing our our readings are and our chakra readings right and you guys can experience that too i think karen's had like a billion zillion right karen <laughs> uh, about that many yes. <laughs> <laughs> well she knows the benefit of it if you would like to experience the benefit you can because we offer you kind of the first teaser one absolutely free you can go to the website secrettoeverything.com put your name in our form and we will give you instructions on how you too can be like Karen and begin number one of your billion zillion chakra and RS scan. So make sure that you do that. Check us out. We've got so many great programs right in the middle of uh, learning how to use your intuition live program. You can still join us if you'd like. Lots of great things coming up. Of course, Karen's an ultimate, which is our kind of really intense higher level learning we're doing thanks to karen's suggestion we're doing the energetics of chinese medicine right now so just really really fun stuff all on the secret thanks for being with us we'll have lots more great guests next week thank